0: featured in every issue of the Comic Weekly. Insist on the Sunday newspaper that brings you the Comic Weekly. During the voyage to Nahia aboard Anthony Lowry's yacht, one of his guests, a very pretty young widow named Kitty St. John, becomes infatuated with Jim and tries very hard to get Jim interested in her. But Jim shows no interest whatever, and in the middle of one of her most romantic spells of moon-gazing, Jim deserts her. When she realizes Jim has given her the slip, She becomes angry and swears vengeance. Later, Shanghai Lil, who has been watching her closely, discovers that Kitty St. John is eavesdropping outside Anthony Lowry's cabin, where Jim and Lowry are discussing important details of the Peter Stone mystery. When Jim hears of it, he sets both Shanghai Lil and Kolo to keep a close watch on her, fearing she may be trying to signal or communicate with the enemy ashore. Finally, early in the morning of the third day, Lowry's yacht glides into Nahia Harbour. Jim and Lil lean idly over the rail discussing the new adventure. Just, yes, Jim. Yes.
1: There's definite proof is Tony Lowry for believing that this man isn't the real Peter Stone, Jim.
0: Oh, no, definite
2: proof, of
3: course, Lil. But I'm just as sure as he is, without even seeing this man or knowing the whereabouts of the real Peter Stone, that this fellow who poses as Peter Stone is a phony.
2: How can you be so
1: sure of it, Jim?
3: Well, the whole family for generations. From the original shipwrecked captain and his family right down the line has always been eminently fair in its dealings with the natives. Mm. They've ruled with justice, peace, made the natives prosperous, given them schools, taught them trades, helped them master their difficulties, instructed them in health and hygiene through a hospital and clinic, done everything to advance their well-being. Now, compare that record to the things this fellow has done.
1: But surely, Jim, there's a black sheep in every family. Maybe he's the one in the Stone family
3: history. No, Lil, he's acted contrary to all the Stone traditions. Instead of coming out openly and claiming what should be his rightful position in the island society, he's been secretly working to foster hatred and discontent.
1: I don't see how he could get far if the Stone family traditions had been preserved and their ideal conditions still prevailed.
3: Oh, there are always malcontents and a dissatisfied minority wherever you go. This man has won the disgruntled few to his side. Laurie admits he's a clever, cunning rabble-rouser. He's fanned this minority organization into an undercover gang of thugs who've been conducting a reign of terror throughout the native quarter. But
1: what does he hope to gain eventually? They're liable to turn on him someday.
3: Well, he's trying to unite these natives, who incidentally are one of the friendliest races in the South Sea, to drive the white settlers off the island. Mm
1: -hmm. Now I see what he's up to.
3: He wants the island to himself. Mm -hmm. The island is rich and prosperous. He hopes eventually to control everything himself and dictate its government. That's what the original Stone family did. But of course, the results will certainly be a whole lot different.
1: Well, he must have been very familiar with the real Peter Stone at one time to know so much about him and his relations to the islanders. No, yeah,
3: of course he did. What's more, he probably knows where the real Peter Stone is, if he's still alive.
1: Do you think he might have gotten all the necessary secrets from him and then done away with him? Well, that,
3: of course, is possible, Bill, but somehow I have a hunch he's keeping the real Peter Stone alive, hidden somewhere, just in case his future plans may call for him to help the scheme of domination of the island.
1: Well... It looks as though we have a nice tough job ahead of us.
3: And that's nothing new, Bill. Oh, uh, by the way, don't forget to keep your weather eye on our friend, Mrs. Kitty St. John. i imagine she'll start acting up as soon as she gets safely ashore.
1: Don't worry. I'm going to give her my individual attention. And if that little girl does get nasty, she'll find out she's more than met her match when it comes to making trouble. I'd be delighted to have the honor of settling accounts with Kitty St. John.
3: Well, she's been the personification of feminine sweetness, charm, and loveliness for the past two days.
1: Yes, but she hasn't been fooling anybody with it. We got Kitty's number very early in the game. She'd better watch her dainty little step or she's liable to have a very bad fall.
3: <laughs> well, we're getting pretty close now. Let's get our things together and get ready to land.
1: Hey, right. Good
4: morning, Mr. Zinl. Well, morning. Jim, there's our dock up ahead. We'll be all ready to go ashore in about 20 minutes.
3: We'll be ready, Tony.
4: Fine, Jeff. I have rooms waiting for you at my house. It's only a short walk up from the dock. we will all go up together.
3: Oh, say, Tony, yeah? you don't suppose there'll be any uh, enemy spotters around, do you? Not, Not
4: a chance, Jeff. My dock and the adjoining property is all fenced off, and no one but my staff is allowed on the property, and I can vouch for every one of them. Uh, Good.
1: How about your friend, Mrs. St. John,
4: Tony? <laughs> uh, she's a guest at my place, too, but... She'll be where we can keep a eye on her. I don't think you'll have any serious trouble with Kitty though. Now, if you two will be good enough to excuse me, I'll go forward to keep an eye on the doctor. <laughs> okay, Tom. Hmm. right.
1: Doesn't seem to worry him about Kitty St. strange behavior, does he? No, he doesn't, Will.
3: Perhaps we put too much emphasis on her little escapade. Hmm. After all, he knows her much better than we do.
1: Maybe. Anyhow, I'll
2: play safe and watch. Well, yeah. here she comes. Well, yes. here we are, safe in the harbor. Isn't the island beautiful? Did you ever see a more breathtaking view? Notice how those tall hills rise up almost from the water's edge. It looks just like paradise. Flowers and vegetation are very good. The interior of the island is lovely. I never tire of walking through the paths around the hills. There's some perfect gems of scenic beauty in the hills. Oh, you must let me act as your guide, Jim, and show them to you. Yes,
1: I'd very much like to see them, Mrs. St. John. We'll all take a day off and go
2: sightseeing. Uh, oh, oh, why, uh, yes, of course. We will be glad to have you join us, Mr. Briel.
3: Oh, absolutely. You see, uh, uh, Mr. Briel is a great lover of nature, Kitty. And there's nothing she enjoys more than hikes into the country.
2: Well, it looks as though they were all ready to break me down the game, Plank. I must get my things together. I'll meet you on the dock, Jim, and uh, we'll go up to the house together. Better hurry. We got Hmm. Well, you we can't say Kitty
1: isn't persistent. Mm-hmm. She's still making a terrific play for you, Jim.
3: Oh, you're telling me. But, but stick by me Lil. I need your protection. <laughs> now, uh... Let's get our stuff together and go ashore, hmm?
0: While the big white yacht has been gracefully gliding into the harbor, the bogus Peter Stone has not been idle. He has been having the big yacht watched, and from his hiding place on shore, watches the approach of Lowry's yacht. He smiles cunningly. And his eyes narrow. A look of contempt and hatred comes over his face. And then his thoughts are interrupted by the approach of a sinister-looking half-breed native.
4: You yeah. big town, huh? Well, get close enough to see who's on board this trip? Uh, sure, boss. I take fishing boat, float along harbor, throwing in the net. Mm-hmm. Everybody on board wave to me. I see them all on deck. Well, come on, come on, come on. Tell me what I want to know. Who's on board? The strangers? Sure, boss. Two people, man and woman. I see him very plain, leaning over rail. What do they look like? Man is big. Tall, dark fellow. Look like a soldier, maybe. Soldier, huh? Maybe someone from the colonial police from Singapore. Ah. Well, did you get a good look at him? Yeah. Fix his face in your mind so you know him again anywhere, anytime? Sure, boss. Just like you say, Big Tom never forget face. <laughs> Yacht, she's going slow, drift by, so I paddle alongside, wave and shout till I make sure I get his face good. That's the ticket, Tom. <laughs> now then, what about the woman? She with this fellow? Sure, boss. She stand beside him, lean over the rail. She's a very pretty woman, too, boss. All right, all right. Come on, come on. <laughs> Not like most white women with face like paper. She got good, healthy look, like women who go out in the sun, work, ride. Looks like very good woman for men to have. <laughs> you like her, boss? I would, huh? Well, I haven't time for women right now. I, I got plenty of work to do. Sure, boss, sure. But one day you have big yacht, like money take trips. And then you have pretty girl. Good one like that one, eh, boss? Yeah, Sure. I'll have the power, the money, the yacht. Maybe that yacht. Who knows? Yeah, this kind of talk isn't getting us anywhere. We've got to have action. Now listen to me, big Tom. Mm-hmm. I've got a job for you, an important job. So don't miss. Sure, boss. Sure, boss. You know Big Tom. You tell me what you want, Big Tom. Fix up. All right. First, get over near the road to Lowry's private dock and watch for the crew to come off. Watch crew. That's right. Now, there's a galley boy in that crew that likes a good time. Likes to drink. He likes a pretty girl. He likes to dance. Yeah. Big Tom can fix all three. That's the idea. And be sure it's best. Get him that girl you're so sweet on. Oh, by the way, you might as well give up, because she won't even Aye, look at you. Boss, yeah. But she's shown quite a bit of interest in that galley boy. She likes his, uh, prick uniform. Yeah. Sure, boss. Big Tom do, you say. But see awful nice girl. What do you care about a girl, Big Tom? Wait until I'm head man here. You can have your pick of girls. Hey, that'd be good for Big Tom. A big job, lots of money, pretty girl. <laughs> That's what big Tom likes. All right. Keep your mind on what I'm telling you now. Listen. See to it that the galley boy gets plenty of wine, good wine. The very best. That'll loosen up his tongue, make him talk. Sure, boy, I fix him up good. Then you get that girl to ask him a few questions. Where they went on the trip. Where they picked up that man and that woman. Huh? Must have been plenty of talk on board, especially among the crew at mealtime. That boy will know who the strangers are. That'll give me the idea why Lowry has brought them here. Ah, sure, boss. But one thing I'm sure of, they're here for no good. And if they stand in my way, I'll wipe them out.
0: Already the bogus Peter Stone begins to sense the reason for Jim's visit to the island. With the aid of his henchman, Big Tom, he has marked Jim as a suspected enemy to be carefully watched. In the meantime, Jim has suggested he and Cola will disguise themselves and pay a visit to the native water. Will he be clever enough to fool Big Tom and his uncanny memory for faces? Don't miss the next exciting episode in the adventures of Jungle Jim. Remember, you can follow these adventures in the full-color action pictures which appear in the Comic Weekly. The world's greatest comic supplement containing the best full-color adventure and comic pictures. Remember, no other comic supplement can give you the top names of cartoonland like the list of all-star favorites to be found in the Comic Weekly. The whole family follow the fun and frolics of Jiggs and Maggie, the Little King, the immortal Donald Duck, as well as the exciting adventures of Flash Gordon and Jungle Jim. Join the 11 million adults and 6 million youngsters who every week find the greatest of home entertainment in the Comic Weekly which comes to you with your Hearst Sunday newspaper. More thrilling radio adventures of Jungle Jim will be heard at the same time next week over this same station. Be sure to tune in.